the OTB Podcast Network. Football on Off The Ball. With Paddy Power. Fueling the mischief in the beautiful game. Gamble responsibly. See Dunlewy.net. You're welcome back. So Celtic on their way out of the Europa League. They had gone 2-0 up away at AC Milan, but they now trail by three goals to two. Ten minutes left in that one. Spurs on the way to the last 32. They've come from behind to lead Lask 2-1 in Austria. And Leicester, they were already through. It's scoreless in their match against Zoria. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff for Dundalk's game in Moldo. So we'll keep you up to date on that throughout the evening. It is half seven though, and John Giles is on the line. Evening, John. Evening, Nathan. So speaking of European football, it was a big night for a young Irishman, Cuivin Kelleher, thrown in at the deep end, Champions League debut for Liverpool, and a clean sheet and some fine saves against Ajax. Living the dream. Oh, definitely. And he looks the part, uh, Nathan. Mm. Great temperament by the sound. I, I don't know the kid at all. I know he's a Cork lad. Uh, and, and apparently, reading the papers today, he used to be a very, very good outfield player. Yeah, which uh, obviously for the modern goalkeeper comes in quite handy. Very handy. Uh, but the main thing is saving. I know he looked very, very confident, competent. Uh, he looked, he looked everything that you wanted a young keeper to come into mm. a big match like that. Nathan looks great. He's great for us. Great for himself, of course, and the family. Uh, wish him all the best for the future. It's a difficult situation for a young goalkeeper compared to any other position on the pitch because you're reliant on one other player being injured, and Liverpool have arguably the best goalkeeper in the world in Allison. He's at a huge club. He already has a Premier League medal, a Champions League medal. If you were advising him at 22, would you say hang around Liverpool for as long as you can and hope the chance comes? Or do you actually just need to get out somewhere else and play football? I'd say go out and loan, right. And do what the young keeper did at uh, Manchester United. Mm. Um, Dean Henderson. Uh, Henderson. Manchester you know, United, yeah. Like he's, had, uh, he's gone back now and he's, he's out of the team again. But I think at some stage, well, at, at any stage, you need experience. And uh, I think it's okay playing in, in the reserves for a certain period of time, even for an outfield player, but particularly goalkeepers, Nathan. They need to be in the big crowd, in the big games, when they're good enough to do it. Mm. And he's obviously good enough to do it. So I think the best thing, what I would, any advice, I, any, if I was giving him any advice, I would say try to get out and loan and do, do what Henderson did at uh, Manchester United. Mm. As you say, he didn't look nervous. Look, he played in League Cup games before and he's obviously been around the Irish senior squad uh, from time to time as well. So he has a little bit of experience behind him, but he didn't look nervous. When you go back to when you made your debut, were, were you nervous when you started out well, at Manchester United? Well, well, I think everybody's nervous, uh, Nathan. It depends what type of nervous you, nervousness <laughs> you have. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I've seen lads who weren't, weren't able for the nervous and they're shaking. Right, uh, but the, the the nervousness, the ideal nervousness, is obviously because it's a big match, it's a big day. You're going to be nervous, but those nerves are under control. And, and my my feeling on lads uh, who who are making the well, getting into the teams not on a regular basis, but particularly your first one. I think that's what you're, I'm, you're alluding to now. When I played my first match, I was looking forward to it. Right. Of course, I'd be nervous, but nervousness. You have to have the nerves. That that sort of nervousness, Nathan. You know, to get to get you going, you're up there. But you, 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 my 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 feelings on players that I knew that wanted to play, uh, who, who are going to be players, um, they had a certain amount of show-offness, if that's the right word. Right. In it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You you knew you were good. You wouldn't be there if you weren't good enough. Uh, in, in these particular clubs, to get out there and show everybody how good I am, mm. not not in a not in a big-headed way. 
you know, the ideal way, because if you're going out there shaking, you wouldn't be in that position in the first place, Nathan. Yeah. You know, you don't suddenly get into the... the, 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 the first, now I'm talking about my time at Manchester United, uh, when I made, made my first, first appearance. You know, I was, just, I was only 18, a short of 19 at the time. But I, I was nervous in the right, in the right way, because... Uh, if you're, you're, you're shaking nerves, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be there in the first place. Because at Manchester United, for example, I had to go through the U team, the Youth Cup team, which was a big thing. Yeah. You had to go through the reserves. Now, if you're going to show your nerves, you're going to show them in those matches. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't make it to, to the first team, uh, Nathan. Is there not something different of, and like when you're making your Manchester United debut, like Bobby Charlton is probably playing that day. Is there not a nervousness yeah. of walking out and the pressure of playing with players of that calibre and, and feeling the need to show them that you belong there? Um, well, I didn't feel that way, right. uh, Nathan. You know, obviously I'd be nervous because I'd want to do well. Um, but I, I think at that stage, you know, when, you, when I played the Youth Cup for that that's the reserves, which is very high standard. Um, and you've come through school by football as well. So there's, it, it, in my opinion, there's a certain attitude of showing off. In other <laughs> words, I want to get out there. Right. I know Bobby Chapman is a great player. Dennis Voilich, you respect all these players. But you really want to show what you can do. Yeah. Not in a, not in a big head of sense, because obviously the night before, or the, the morning you make up, always after my last match, uh, I, I, you, you'd be in... You know, you'd be away with the fairies when you woke up on Saturday morning, because that's all a build-up to playing. You see, I think playing football at a certain level, Nathan, is not natural. You know, you don't just put on your boots and play. There's yeah. a build-up to it. I used to find from from Saturday morning, I'd wake up and there'd be a certain nervousness about me. I'd be I'd be away with the fairies. You know, my head my head wouldn't be having a bit of breakfast. I'd be away with it. So by the time you, you, you you're ready to go out on the pitch. You've, your nerves have been built up. You need the nerves. If you don't have nerves before a match, you won't build up, you won't get the adrenaline, adrenaline mm. that you need when you go out to play. Like, I, I always felt that football at a certain level is not natural. It's like a top singer, an opera singer, or Frank Sinatra going out on the stage. There's no way he's, he just starts singing. He has, there has to be a build-up to it. Anything that you do, whether it be a tennis player or a rugby player, uh, a Gaelic player, a hurling player, there's a build-up to that situation, which, as long as it's under control, Nathan, gives you the adrenaline to go yeah. and to, to, to cope with the situation and do your stuff. Uh, and when you say if, when you woke up on a Saturday morning and you're away with the fairies, do you mean yeah. you're there, you're, you're daydreaming, you're imagining what might happen in the match? Are, are you thinking about the game? Well, you're not quite thinking about it as, as detailed as that, but, but, but you're not there either, right. you know? You know the match is on your mind. It's not in detail. You don't think, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. But you know, say, at 9 o'clock in the morning, I've got a, I, I, there's a match on today. Because you wouldn't be human if you didn't know there was yeah. a match on, Nathan. So now you have to handle it from then on. So as, as you get through the morning, then the nerves build up. So as you're out of a nervous state, which is ideal, by the time you're going out on the pitch to play. Mm. And would you have seen? You don't Manu just put your boots on. You don't just put yeah. your boots on. And say, "Oh, I'm going out to play today." You know, there is a nervousness. You're, you're playing in front of fifty thousand in the cup final. You're playing in front of a hundred thousand people. But there's a bit of show offness in you as well, Ned, because you want to show the hundred thousand people how good you are. Mm. You know, 
But you also you're also aware of the downfall if you're not going to be good. Right. That's so the big you thing as well. you were looking at. I was wondering that. So were you relentlessly positive in those hours building up? Of I'm going to play in front of fifty, a hundred thousand people. Think of all that can go right for me today, and how I could end up as the hero today, or as part of you going. No, I don't no, want to fall flat. It's it's the other way, Nathan. Right. It's the fear of failure. Yes. Yeah. Right. You don't think I'm going to I'm going to go and do, do this? No. You're thinking I don't. I I've got to do my stuff today. Yeah. First of all, you've got to help the team to win, but you're playing in front of 100,000 people. But there's an excitement to it as well. You know, it's, there's a mixture. There's a mixture, as I say, you don't say, oh, God, I've got to play in front of 100,000. You know, you, your main thing is positive. I want to play in it, because that's what you... you, you, you I felt, anyway, I think most lads would feel the same. When you're a kid, I mean, I used to support Manchester United, they won the Cup in 1948. Jackie Carey, the great, great Irish player, the manager. Mm. I, want to, I want to do that. I want to play in those matches. I want to play in the, in the, at the Cup final. But you're also aware, I've got to do my stuff. Yeah. I don't want to have a nightmare today and turn it the other way, the other way around. But you have to know, you have to be confident of your ability as well, Nathan. And did you see you know, the lads you're talking about there who you know, could be in the dressing room shaking beforehand with the nerves. Did you often see players who were like that in the dressing room in the minutes leading up to the game, but actually, when the whistle blew and the match started, they were perfectly fine? No. Right. No, if, they don't, if they're not doing it in the dressing room, you're, you're, you're a goner. I did play with a few players like that, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and but they, didn't, they didn't last, okay. you know. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, there was a couple, now we played in uh, the Cup final in 1965, Against Liverpool, the, great mm. Liverpool, the first great Liverpool team, and we and it was it, we we qualified. We'd only uh, first year in the first division, and qualified. And there was a couple of lads in the team. I won't name them, who weren't up to it. Right. We can we, can, just, we can Google just, in these day, in this day and age, John. So <laughs> people can go and figure it out from themselves. And what that you but could I just tell I, that cup final day was too much for them. Yes. Right. Yeah. The, 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 uh, and there's nothing you can do at that stage or the senior members of the squad at that stage can do to just try and calm no. those players? No, no, they, would, they, wouldn't be, they wouldn't be excited. Right. They'd be, they'd be quiet. They'd be, they would look okay. quite natural. They would look quite natural, uh, Nathan. You wouldn't know before the match. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But you could tell. And, and I used to find watching the Cup fans and playing the Cup fans, there was at least one player on the pitch that couldn't handle it. From either side, right. Either and side. Are, are you looking round for that player? Not particularly. Right. Well, especially when he's on your side. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. It happens. You know. Yeah. Do you, uh, while, while we're talking about that, do you remember your debut then? Do you remember the day vividly that you made your Manchester United debut? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I remember it well, Nathan. I'd, I'd, uh, I, I knew from the day before. Actually, we played at the Wednesday in the Central League team. That was a reserve team. At, at Leeds, uh, funny enough, and we won 8-4 right. on the day, on the night, and I scored three, which I had one of those good nights. And in those days, it, like, there was a left player called Albert Quicksall. They paid a record fee for it, w- w- wasn't well, uh, and, uh, or he was injured. So uh, I, I, I knew on the Friday morning, Sir Matt Busby told me on Friday morning, I'd be playing on the Saturday. Okay. So I knew. So you had time yeah. to pr- prep for it. Yeah. So the Friday, I remember the Friday. I slept okay, yeah. and I was okay. I was okay on the Saturday. I mean, it was a bad day in the end. We were beaten five-one <laughs> by, by a great Spurs team coming on to their best years with Danny Blanchflower and Cliff Jones and uh, uh, Dave McKay. 
Dave, oh, Dave McKay. One of the greats. One of the greats. So was, was Dave he, McKay playing middle midfield or centre-back for Spurs? Oh, no, he was playing in midfield. So you're going up against Dave McKay in your debut? Yeah, and, and Danny Blanchflower. <laughs> and, 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 oh, they, 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 funny enough, that, that was, Dave McKay had just come down from Scotland yeah. at, at that season. And, and they should have won the league that year. That was 19, uh, 1959. They right. should have won it. They blew it. And the following year, then, they won the double. Yeah, but so they, 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 they were great. Uh, Dave McKay was was uh, one of the greats. Yeah, one of the greats. So, so did did your family get to come over for your debut? My father came over. Right. Yeah, my father came over. Would you have come over to a lot of your games? No. Right. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that easy to travel yeah, in yeah, those days. Of course, uh, yeah. uh, Nathan, he, he came over now and again. And what, what, he, what would he say after a game like that? After you made your Manchester United debut? No, he said I did okay. He thought I did okay. <laughs> You know, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't responsible for the five goals. Obviously, but, <laughs> but no, I, I, I did okay, Nathan, yeah. on the day. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't have a nightmare, and I did okay. But we were just outclassed as a team with the, with this, uh, this, this great sports team at that particular time. Yeah. But, but I enjoyed the day. You yeah. know, I enjoyed it because I knew I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too nervous. I was okay. I was able to handle it. There was whatever. There was sixty odd thousand at the match, and. I was okay. Yeah. So I actually enjoyed, didn't enjoy the result, of course, but I, I enjoyed the day. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and great to have such good memories of it as well. Uh, we've gone off, as usual, John, on a tangent. I do want to take a quick break because we do want to talk about the, well, actually, the current Manchester United and the current Spurs. So we'll just take a quick break and do that then. Text in from Bobby and Claire as we talk about Manchester United. Ask away about all his future. Top of the hardest Champions League group by a mile heading into game week six and five points off the top of the league with a game in hand. But let's keep pushing that agenda. John, uh, Manchester United beaten last night, but as Bobby and Claire says, if you look at the league table and you look at the Champions League table, they're not actually in that bad a position. But should United fans be worried about what they're seeing? Uh, well, I, would, I wouldn't be over, overjoyed about how they're going mm. at the moment, Nathan. I mean, if you're talking about those positions and positions they're in, uh, I mean, this is Manchester United we're talking about. You know, this, this is we're, we're, we expect Manchester United to be doing better than anybody else. I'm sure the supporters do. Um, no, I, I, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be that happy as a Manchester United supporter for the results that they've had at the moment. Nathan, mm. very, very inconsistent. I mean, the, the 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 fact is that you know that none of the teams like Liverpool doing what they did last year and City doing a certain seasons. Uh, if that was the case now, um, you know they'd be eight or ten points behind. It's just the season that's in it. There's, yeah. there's nobody really running away with it at the moment. Uh, but I, I mean, you don't compare yourself with other teams. You do what you do. You, 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 you concentrate on what your team is doing themselves, Nathan. And they're very, very inconsistent. Yeah. The big talking point out of last night's defeat was Fred getting sent off and the fact that, well, maybe he should have been sent off in the first half. And it felt like a ticking time bomb that eventually he was going to get a second yellow card. And should Ole Gunnar Solskjaer have taken him off earlier? Was it just terrible management that he left him on the pitch, almost felt waiting for the inevitable? Could he, should he have done something different? I don't think so. Right. I, you know, I wouldn't have taken him off because he got away with it. You know, and then you'd expect a player to learn from that. Actually, I think in the second half he was actually unlucky to be sent off mm. in the incident that he was involved in. And I think it was the referee. I think the referee knew he, knew we made a mistake early on. Um, so. I, 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 I would say it was okay to leave him on uh, at that particular stage. I mean, you, 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 he made a mistake. There's no, no doubt, doubt, Fred. He should have been off. Um, 
But I think he was he was unlucky actually to be let, sent off for, in the incident that he was involved in. Yeah, right. The other, I guess, talking point around United from the last week is Edinson Cavani. Came off the bench, set up one, scored the two goals as they turned it around against Southampton. Looked really good again last night when he was on the pitch. And United started the season, it felt, with a settled front three of Greenwood, Rashford and Martial and expected lots of goals from the three of them. Hasn't happened for various reasons so far. From what you've seen of Cavani, is he now a first choice in that United eleven? I think so. I think he, I think they needed somebody like him up front. I, I don't think Rashford uh, and Martial are the, the, the type of players who lead the line, uh, Nathan. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. They're good. They're good players, but they're not like target men or headers of the ball and and, and as aggressive as, as Cavani is. I think Cavani is a natural centre forward and mm-hmm. has proven himself over the year. Uh, I would I wouldn't say I was delighted when when Manchester United signed him because I thought with 33. He, he, they, they should be doing better than that. But, but, he, but he, he, was, he has been a great player. And the last couple of matches for Manchester United, he's been certainly one of the best players. There's no doubt about that. Big game at the weekend, the North London derby, Arsenal against Spurs. Spurs 3-all tonight against Lask in the Europa League. The job Mourinho's done, they're top of the Premier League table right now. He seems, despite all the criticisms when he first came in about his relationship and what he was trying to do with Harry Kane, seems to be getting the very best out of Harry Kane, the best out of Young Min's son. Is any of this taking you by surprise, how Mourinho's been able to turn it around and get Spurs to this level again? Well, he's done it before, Nathan. You know, mm. he's done it time after time. He didn't do it at Manchester United, but all the other clubs, he, he made a huge success of it. And I don't think he'll lose it. You know, I think since he's gone into Spurs, for example, I mean, Deli Ali is not getting a game at all. Mm. I don't think he'd put up with anybody that's not really doing their stuff or behaving in the right way. I think at Manchester United, he made a mistake uh, with, with Pogba. He did try to get a group of him uh, when it was too late. Uh, Nathan, I think, uh, you know, I think when Manchester United Pogba, he, 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 he described him as a, a world-class midfield player. Yeah. I don't think he ever believed that, right. to be honest. I think there might have been some sort of uh, politics going on there where uh, he had to back the, play- the man who was buying Pogba for £90 million. I don't think I, don't think, I, I never ever believed that Mourinho thought Pogba was a world-class player, mm. to be honest. And uh, I think he paid the price for that when he was at Manchester United for a while. Uh, but, but, he's, but he has made a difference to Spurs. I mean, Deli Ali is a very, very talented player. But if he's not behaving in the right way, and I don't think he has behaved yeah. in the right way, then he's out. So he's, he's, done, he's done a good job with them over the 12 months. There's no doubt about that. I, I don't think they're good enough to win the league, myself, Nathan. But they're, they're, they're certainly better uh, than when he took them over. And that's all manager, a manager can do. It just depends how much better he can make them. Yeah, and we have that game live here on Off the Ball this coming Sunday, the North London Derby from half past four. John, unfortunately, uh, we're out of time once again. We'll reflect on that game next Thursday night and we'll talk to you then. Thanks as always. Okay, Nathan. I'll speak to you then. The OTB Podcast Network.